This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 98. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's topic, what to do about the question, have you now told me everything that supports your claims or defenses? How many times have you heard that question at the very end of the deposition? You've undoubtedly heard it asked of your clients many times when defending their depositions. And you've likely asked that very question many times when taking depositions. But that question and some of its variants can pose problems for lawyers on both sides of the table. Common variations include, is there anything else you feel I should know? Is there anything else you'd like to tell me about your case? Or have you now told me everything relevant to your claims or defenses? If it's your client being asked that question, a casual or careless affirmative answer can foreclose the disclosure of any further information that your client may have, especially at the dispositive motion stage. After all, a yes answer is unambiguous sworn testimony. And the universal rule on dispositive motions is that a clear and unambiguous answer given in a deposition cannot be later contradicted by affidavit unless there's a satisfactory explanation for the discrepancy, and most judges are not terribly fond of such explanations. Now, if you're the lawyer asking the question, it can put you in a bit of a jam if you don't approach this the right way. For example, suppose that you tell the witness repeatedly during the deposition to answer the question you asked and to not go on tangents. If, then, you ask a single wrap-up question at the end of the deposition, have you now given me all the information that supports your claims? The answer is likely to be no if the witness is smart about it because you told the witness not to volunteer any additional information. So that can create a little bit of an issue for you if the very last answer in the entire deposition is, in effect, I haven't told you everything because you told me not to. Now you have a problem because you're either going to ignore that answer and wrap up, or you're going to struggle to figure out what it is that the witness hasn't told you. And the witness probably won't remember because they're not going to remember every question you asked and every answer they gave. Now we have what some call a conundrum, which the dictionary tells us is a confusing or difficult situation. You know, it's a fact that depositions aren't freewheeling events where deponents can say whatever they want. Witnesses generally are confined to directly answering the question being asked. I was observing a deposition this week where the witness was repeatedly and somewhat harshly instructed by the examining lawyer to stick to the question that was being asked. That deponent uh, clearly had a tendency to add information to every answer, and so the examining lawyer would cut him off every time he did so, reminding him not to go beyond the scope of the question. Finally, after a full seven hours, the examining lawyer finally asked that overarching singular question Have you now told me everything that supports your claims and that you feel is relevant? Answer. You told me not to volunteer information, so I just answered the questions you asked me. Question. Sir, you are under oath and I'm entitled to know what evidence support your claims. What have you not told me? 
answer? Well, I don't know how to answer that. I was truthful when I answered the questions you asked me, but you told me just to answer the question. Now, I don't remember all your questions, so I can't tell you what I would have added if you hadn't told me to strictly answer your questions. Now, I'm paraphrasing there, but that was the essence of the exchange, and it was an awkward moment, clearly, for both the examining lawyer and for the witness. It seemed to me that the witness was being genuine in saying that he had followed the lawyer's instructions to a T, and it was clear that the lawyer was caught off guard because the unexpected answer had really opened a giant can of worms. All right, so how to handle the situation, both from the perspective of depositions you are defending and depositions you take? Well, here's my suggestion. If you're defending a deposition, it's critical that you prepare your client for a broad sweeping question like that. If in fact, the examining lawyer has repeatedly told your client to stay in his or her lane, so to speak, when answering questions, and if in fact, there is more information that your client would have shared otherwise, your client must say so if that question comes up at the very end of the deposition. I repeat, must say so. A blithe or casual yes may prevent your client from adding additional helpful affidavit testimony at the dispositive motion stage. You'll see that in the Owens case in the show notes. That was an employment discrimination case. And during the deposition of one of the plaintiffs, the defense lawyer asked, have you now told me everything that you felt was unfair or discriminatory? Another question. And you told me everything that was said to you at the time, correct? Well, on summary judgment, the witness sought to add an additional comment that seemed clearly discriminatory, but the judge struck that piece of the declaration saying, that's a significant statement that should be treated as conflicting with her deposition testimony where she answered those questions by saying that she had revealed everything. You'll find similar rulings in the Radio Shack case and the Walmart Associates case in the show notes. This is an important issue because most clients, most witnesses, don't really understand how litigation works. They don't understand how binding the answers can be in a deposition. They don't understand how literal a judge will interpret those answers. They don't understand the formal impact of their exact answer. No matter how casual the environment was when the deposition took place, no matter how casually the examiner posed the question, and no matter how casually the witness answered the question. So we have to explain to them during our prep the importance of clarifying there was more information to share that was not provided because of the specific instruction by the examining lawyer. And don't forget that broad generic questions like this, a one-size-fits-all single question at the end, may be objectionable. A single all-encompassing question at the end of a long deposition, which asks the witness to affirm that they've shared everything they know in a format that mostly restricts them to sharing what they have been asked, may be considered overbroad, ambiguous, or vague. Or the question may call for the application of law to facts, which would make it an objectionable legal contention question. And I covered that uh, the topic of legal contention questions in episode five. For example, if the examining lawyer asks, have you now told me everything relevant to your claims or defenses? Well, 
a lay deponent will not know what is relevant evidence in support of a claim or defense. So form objections on the basis of vagueness or overbreadth or ambiguity and the objection uh, to the extent that the question calls for legal contentions, those all need to be made at the time the question is asked. All right, so if you've properly prepared your witness for that kind of question, and if you make the appropriate objections, you've probably maximized your chance of being able to add additional information at the dispositive motion stage and later as needed. Now let's take it from the other side. What if you're conducting the deposition? Well, here's the key. Don't wait until the end of the deposition to pop a single all-inclusive question. Instead, ask the deponent this kind of question repeatedly and repetitiously throughout the deposition as you move through topics, conversations, and events. If it's about conversations, ask as you're about to wrap up questions pertinent to each significant conversation, have you now told me everything about that conversation? Was there anything else that was said? Have you left anything out? Have you now told me everything that you have knowledge about regarding the conversations? If it's about behaviors, such as in an employment discrimination case, ask the same kinds of questions. Have you now told me about every occasion on which you say your supervisor physically touched you? Have you now told me about every decision you feel was made because of your age? Have you left anything out? So as to each significant matter in your case, conversations, behaviors, locations, emails, memos, whatever it is, lock them down as you go. Do not wait until the end of the deposition to throw that out. Pin the witness down with respect to each key event or conversation before you move on to the next topic. Think about it like you would searching a house with many rooms. Conduct your search thoroughly, and when you're ready to leave a room, lock the door behind you so that nothing gets in and nothing gets out. If you wait until the very end to ask that single grand question, especially after having repeatedly told a deponent during the deposition that they should only answer the question asked, you may have a problem. Because at that point, it's unlikely that you're going to have time to go over much of anything again. And unless you have a real-time transcript, you're probably not going to be able to efficiently go back and cover critical points. So do it as you go. Every time you switch topics, pin the witness down. It's okay to ask that grand question at the end of the deposition, but you should only do that if you've done that repetitiously throughout the entire deposition to seal off every avenue of escape. All right, that's it for today. As always, thank you for listening. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.